Um, in Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, Trust the Lord with all your heart and don't depend on your own understanding. Remember the Lord in all you do and he will give you success. And um, in my life right now, um, I've been pretty busy. I'm doing ASB at my school. And it's easy to get caught up in like, I have to do this, I have to do that, and trying to make it all perfect. Um, if you're anything like me, like a perfectionist, you like everything done a certain way, then you know it's pretty tough to like give things to the Lord because you're like, um, I can't see you, I don't know like if it's gonna get done, I don't know like what's gonna happen. It's just like, it's scary, it's difficult. But this year, he's just really been showing me how important it is to give my burdens, the things that stress me out, um, just give them all to him because I know that he is going to be there and he is going to see me through them. And um, that doesn't mean like, oh, Lord, I'm not going to write my 50-page essay because I know that you're going to do this with me. Um, but it is like, you know what, with you, I know I can make it through. And it's just so much more relaxing and it's just, it gives you this peace. So I want to encourage you guys all to Whatever you're struggling with right now, just give it to the Lord, and he's going. Last week, we were in Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, and now we're going to be in Matthew 5, verses 5 and 6. Um, and I'm going to read the verse. Um, I'm going to read the verse first. Matthew 5, verses 5 and 6. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, and blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled. And so we're doing this series called Epics, and it's the words and actions of Jesus. Um, and so, blessed are the meek. So we already know what it means to be blessed. Um, and what was that? Makairos. Makairos. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's happy, blissful, or self-contained happiness. Like, when I think of that, I think of happiness in a tank. Yeah, happiness in a tank. Because um, we think of tank like it's this tool of war and you can't really hurt anything that's inside of it. Sorry. Um, right, and then the next part of the verse would be um, blessed are the meek. Um, now meekness, what does that mean? Well, whenever we hear the word meekness, at least for me, the first thing I thought of was someone who was calm, quiet, Weak, not impactful, reserved, almost timid like a mouse. Um, and that's one of the things I thought of when I thought of meek. I'm like, meekness, kind of like, kind of mouseish, not too bold. When you think of someone who's meek, you don't think of someone who's bold. But that's not who Jesus was, and that's not what the Bible describes as meek. So what is meekness? The Greek word for meekness is pros, meaning mild or gentle. And it was used to describe a soothing medicine used by sailors to describe a breeze or used by farmers to describe a broken colt. Um, and all of those things have one thing in common. They're all describing something powerful, but that's under control. Like a, like a horse. Powerful like a horse. Whenever you first, I don't know, most of you, most of you know about horses and how they're wild, and there's these super strong animals. Um, but if you've ever seen someone try to like tame a wild horse, it's 
kind of scary because they're just, just this big monster of an animal. Um, but yet we can see little kids riding ponies at birthday parties. So it's, uh, so a horse is almost a perfect example of someone who's meek. Um, it's great power under control. Another thing I think of is Superman. He's the most powerful superhero. Yeah, Superman and Iron Man. Whoa, mics are weird. Um, he's the most powerful superhero. He's invincible, supersonic flight, laser vision, freeze breath. There's a list. The list goes on. Yet he's in complete control as Clark Kent, the mild man, a reporter. And you don't think of someone who's working in a reporter's office as being the superhero. And he's, well, he's a great example of someone who is meek half of the time. When he's Clark Kent, he's pretty meek. He's an immense amount of power under a lot of control. Um, and he had to learn how to harness that power so he's not going around flying through buildings and destroying the town. Um, or like Iron Man and his power source, the arc reactor that keeps him alive, but also he unleashes its full potential power to run his super suit. And we all saw the movie. You know how that works. Okay. Um, but those are some good examples, I thought, of someone who was meek. But the ultimate example of someone who was meek is Jesus Christ. Um, let's, let's look what the Bible has to say about meekness. All right. Um, some good examples of, we think that we could be used as Jesus being meek is like Jesus calming the storm um, or when he was carrying the cross. Now, calming the storm was one of those times whenever he did use his power and whenever he went around healing people, um, he was kind of almost showing off his abilities and healing people and saving people. Um, but another time that he had power under control was whenever he was carrying the cross. Um, and when you think of it, you know he was just a man, so he only had the strength of a man he was able to carry that cross. Um, but he also is God at the same time, so he could have just almost teleported to the cross, to the um, place to be crucified and just got it done real quickly, but he didn't. Um, he suffered and carried the cross, and he had control in that situation. Okay. So the next part of that verse would be um, the meek will inherit the earth. Um, now what does that mean to inherit the earth? Um, the expression inherit the earth should be noted that God is the owner of the earth um, those who obey Christ become children of God, and so we know that there's going to be a new earth, and um, some people think even that the inherit the earth will be in heaven and the new earth whenever God wipes out everything and creates a new earth. Um, yeah, but I think one of the best examples of having meekness, Jesus Christ is being meekness, 
meekness is Matthew 11, verses 28 through 29. It says, come to me, all you labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take upon my yoke, and you learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest, and, and you will find rest for your souls. Um, so Jesus has this strength to carry us um, whenever we are in those situations where um, our burdens are just too, too heavy to carry. He's going to share that yoke with us. And kind of like a horse, it's this ultimate example of something with great power using for one purpose, driven. Um, and we can't do a whole lot on our own. Um, but we can do a lot with Christ. But we can only do a lot with Christ is whenever we give him those burdens. And he's the only one who has the strength to carry those burdens for us. Um, yeah. The next part of the verse is Matthew 5, verses 6. Blessed are all those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Now, those who hunger, what does that mean, those who hunger? Um, we've all been... Raise your hand if you've been hungry before, right? You raise your hand. We've all been hungry. Some of us have even said we've been starving to death, but I doubt that's ever happened. Um, hopefully not. Um, okay. But we've all been hungry for food, and some of us have even um, felt hungry for other things. This, isn't, this verse isn't talking about food. It's talking about something much greater. Jesus is speaking about the hunger that we all have. We all have this cavity, this place in our hearts that can only be filled by one thing. Um, and we all strive for that righteousness. We all strive for Jesus Christ. Um, and once you figure that out, you're going to be filled. Once you figure out that the only thing that's going to be able to satisfy you is God... You're gonna, that's whenever you're going to know true satisfaction. One of the most clear examples is in John chapter 4, whenever he meets the lady by the well. It was John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Jesus answered to her and said, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become a fountain of water springing up into eternal life. So, we all know what it's like to be hungry. And we, now we know that Jesus Christ is the only thing that can truly fill us. Um, yeah. A lot shorter than I thought. Um, so, yeah. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. It's basically saying, those who are going to be content and happy and have this happiness that's not going to be affected by anything else are those people who are able to harness and control their power, um, harness and able to control um, what they've been given and not be out of control, whenever you can act in control. Um, for they shall inherit the earth, and that's talking about those who are able to keep their stuff together and keep their head focused 
those are the people that are going to be um, blessed. And then blessed are the hungry, for they shall be filled. And this is one of the most important parts that I thought, because um, we all know what it's like to feel empty sometimes. We all know what it's like to have this, um, this hunger and this yearning. And you can sit there and you can try to figure out what's going on. And you can be like, we all have needs. And we, sometimes we don't know how those needs are supposed to be met. But if you start breaking down what you want and why you want it, you're going to start realizing that the only thing that can, be, that can satisfy that hollowness is you, is Jesus Christ. Because um, if you start looking at all the things that you want, you can break them down to righteousness. Um, yeah. So that's how I wanted to close. Let's go ahead and pray. All right, dear God, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. Um, God, I pray that you would just um, continue to bless us and help us to remember that you are the only thing that can satisfy us, God. Um, and I pray that you just bless the rest of the kids here. Um, I want to thank you for this opportunity, God. Um, in your holy precious name, amen. really cool what you said about like a horse and how it's such a big animal but then they're tamed by that like that little bit that's put in their mouth you know if you guys don't know about horses and I feel like that's kind of us because we're really powerful and like we have the power to do you know crazy things like in human history humans have done a lot of like cool things but if we're like it depends like what controls you and if it's the Lord then you're going to have so much more satisfaction and success than if it's wealth or fame or, you know, whatever it is to you that drives you. So um, maybe as we worship, just be praying in your heart, like, Lord, I really want you to be what guides me and what controls me in my life. And I want your plan to be my plan and your ways to be my ways. And we're all going to just find ourselves so much more satisfied and content in life if that's our goal. So